Today is Thursday, May the 4th, and welcome to the Daily Pause. This week, as we've been embracing the presence and love of Jesus, he's used this time of prayer and scripture reflection to help us receive one of the greatest gifts his death and resurrection made possible, the gift of the forgiveness of sins. This is a true rescue for our souls. And then as we become conduits of that grace, it becomes a rescue for others as well. I encourage you to find a comfortable place and posture free from distraction if possible. Now let's just quiet our minds and hearts and simply be with Jesus. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still, to breathe slowly, to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, govern my mind, I pray. Lead me now in this time of prayer. Jesus, I begin rejoicing in the reality of your resurrection with the ancient words of faith. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Jesus, risen Lord, I hear the invitation spoken from your lips. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Jesus, you are rest. You our grace, and in this moment, help me surrender all the cares of my life to you. Jesus, I give you every one and everything. Lord, the words of Psalm 32 lead my heart to you to embrace your heart. Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Therefore, let all the faithful pray to you, O Lord. You are my hiding place. You will protect me from trouble and surround me with songs of deliverance. Matthew 9, verses 1 through 8. Jesus stepped into a boat, crossed over, and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. 
At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God, who had given such authority to man. I noticed really the first time I think ever that the leaders and teachers of the law are saying that Jesus is a sinner. By calling it out, they're making sure Jesus is going to pay. It's ludicrous because we know Jesus is, it's impossible for him to sin. Their fixation on making Jesus pay blinds them from the miracle they've witnessed. Make no mistake, Jesus has nothing to pay for, but they believe he does. This belief shudders and blocks their heart from seeing the light of the beauty of this miracle. They completely miss what God is doing in the life of this paralyzed man. What's even really unique is that it's the faith of the friends that moves Jesus to act. The paralyzed man very likely had faith as well, but Jesus gives a huge affirmation on what happens when the community of believers who practice forgiveness amongst each other come together and work together for a common goal. A miracle happens. I see myself in these teachers. How often do I miss a miracle? How often am I blind to what God is doing in my life because I'm so wrapped up in either my own flaws or others' flaws or how things that should be done or what I think should happen? How wrapped up am I in myself that I don't see what Jesus is doing? It occurred to me also that when I'm holding a grievance against someone, I'm taking on their guilt and shame too. No wonder it is so burdensome to be making someone else pay for their sin. In fact, it's more likely, it's just my own sinful nature being offended. Are you easily offended? Do you find yourself missing perhaps the beauty in worship or a direct word from the Lord because you're fixated on something that should have been said or done differently? Several decades ago, I had a volunteer apologize to me on a mission trip for not trusting my leadership and being caught up in using curriculum that maybe had some things we needed to edit out. She realized once we were out in the mission field, it was all about drawing kids to Jesus and the simplicity of the gospel message. It was this beautiful moment, and I praise the Lord that she and I both could see how easy it was to get up, caught up in being right, perhaps, or being caught up in human constructs, and then just losing sight of the miracle of children coming to faith. There is incredible freedom when I just release myself and others and allow my eyes to see what the Spirit of God is doing. That is freedom in Christ. As we return to the passage, Holy Spirit, touch the parts of my heart that are easily offended, easily hurt, and show me what I can release right now, right this moment. What can I just let go of? I'm done paying for myself and for others. It's too exhausting. Free me. Matthew 9, verses 1 through 8. Jesus stepped into a boat, 
crossed over and came to his own town. Some men brought to him a paralyzed man lying on a mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the man, Take heart, son, your sins are forgiven. At this, some of the teachers of the law said to themselves, This fellow is blaspheming. Knowing their thoughts, Jesus said, Why do you entertain evil thoughts in your hearts? Which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, Get up, take your mat, and go home. Then the man got up and went home. When the crowd saw this, they were filled with awe, and they praised God, who had given such authority to man. O Jesus, by faith I now lead my soul to your throne of grace. With these inspired words from the Apostle John, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Holy Spirit, help me now. Be real about myself and my life. To confess my sins and my sinfulness. I confess any harbored unforgiveness towards others I am holding on to. I confess burdens on my soul this day. I need your salvation, Jesus. Jesus, immerse me in your grace as I receive afresh the Apostle John's ancient testimony of hope. If anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the Righteous One. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. Jesus, I receive your complete and total forgiveness. I now join you in your mission, Jesus, to bring the message of forgiveness to all people 
as I pray now by name for people I know who need to know and experience the unburdening beauty of true forgiveness from you. You're invited now to join in the pause practice of three by five praying, naming three people you know who need to know Jesus better. And we'll take this time to pray for them five times this week. So now say their names now. Jesus, move mightily by your spirit to draw these special people to yourself. Convict them of their need for you and your salvation. Woo them with your love. I pray that faith be born and strengthened in them. Oh Jesus, that these special people might experience a rescue of forgiveness from you. For them you died, for them you rose, for them I pray. Come, Holy Spirit, fill me afresh. Ignite in me passion and zeal for following you today and living out your mission in my world. Amen.